Danny Triple on the flow, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. And I want to start off with a little bit of an apology. We've uh, kind of abandoned everybody the last couple weeks. Yeah, I actually had listeners text me to see if I was still alive. Uh, <laughs> No, we, an apology. Really busy, much more busier than last year. Last year, your basketball team wasn't very good, yeah. and my baseball team wasn't very good. So our seasons lasted a lot longer. Mine much, much longer. And then you actually played games this year. Last year, they all got coveted out. <laughs> so much easier to do a podcast when your teams don't play. So mostly Evan's fault, but you know, College World Series uh, got in the way vacation convention so but we're back we're so back we're back well we're gonna do caught up on everything that's happened since our last episode but first some news uh happening around nascar uh chicago road race likely coming in 2023 the athletics jordan bianchi reports that the city of chicago endorses a nascar race on a temporary street course uh original commitment would be three years so that's 2023, 2024, 2025. They're expected, uh, Jordan, uh, who has insider info, some sort of letter, says they expect to make an announcement on July 19th. They're going to force this on us whether we want it or not. Yeah, I just don't understand it. But, I mean, I feel they like Chicago's been... not really a NASCAR hotbed. No one's asking for another road course race, so it doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, they had a nice track outside of Chicago, and it wasn't in Chicago, so people didn't make it there. Uh, I guess if you run by them, they have to watch it. If the cars are going by you, you have to watch it. But I would be interested, because I know when they have stuff in downtown Austin, people leave the town Yeah, <laughs> when it's coming on. So people might leave Chicago when this is going on. It would just be more of a pain in the ass for those people because you're going to close streets down weeks before, and then they're going to be like, what the hell is this for? And they're going to say, NASCAR race. They're going to be like, okay, didn't know this is happening. Yeah, that's common. Uh, Junior Motorsports still eyeing a cup entry. This uh, seems like we say this every episode, but Kelly Earnhardt Miller was talking with Sirius XM NASCAR radio and confirmed that they're looking to get a cup entry at some point, although full-time next year is unlikely. I feel like they've said this multiple times. Like they're just kind of hanging out, waiting, like they're doing really well in Xfinity. Obviously they'd like to get up the cup, but I mean, they're not going to waste all the money if they can't get the right things going. Well, yeah, and they, I feel like they didn't have their ducks in a row when they needed to, when all those charters became available last year. And now most of the charters are locked up by people that are, are wanting to actually race. Um, so it'll be hard to get a charter. And I like every race I notice, there's 36 cars entered, which is all the charter cars, and there's four empty spots, which they could go ahead and run without a charter. But the thing is, you get certain, like Daytona every year, there's like seven, eight cars that are signed up. So you run the risk of, of not making, not qualifying. So yeah, that's not a commitment they're willing to make right now. So uh, Fox is interested in moving the all-star race. Uh, their executive VP and head of programming, Bill Wanger, said scheduling uh, or said NASCAR is working 
uh, with Fox on moving the race to different locations each year, the same way they do uh, other sports. We kind of talked about this after the all-star race happened. It just seems, I don't know. It's just at a terrible track. Yeah. No, no offense. It's just not a good to, racing track. No offense to the closest track to us, uh, but yeah. Um, well, it's funny because they're like, we want to have it somewhere different, like uh, some other sports like uh, Major League Baseball. And it's like, no, it's like every sport. <laughs> my only my only issue except even, for the pro bowl the nfl keeps it oh that's what used to be in hawaii but i think now it's in Vegas. My, my only issue with the quote-unquote all-star race is th- there's nothing special about it like all the drivers you see every week are in it yeah and the one idea some people floated is you have you actual all-stars you have like your top five truck guys your top five uh Xfinity, your top five cup guys, and you get your actual stars in it, and maybe get some legends in it. Or I personally would like to see him get like an IROC thingy going with invite a couple guys from other, oh, yeah. couple F1 guys, a couple uh, IndyCar. But the thing with that is you're going to have to line that up with when those uh, series have breaks. So yeah. um, that used to be rough to do uh, with IROC back in the day, but they managed to do it four times a year. So, uh, Martin Truex going to be back with Joe Gibbs for 2023. And then they also announced uh, their intent. Their intention is to keep Kyle Busch in the 18 car for next season, uh, as well as Ty G- keep uh, Ty Gibbs and Xfinity. So Ty Gibbs not going out? Mm-hmm. That's what wow, they today. so they must be saving him for when martin leaves yeah or kyle or do something with christopher bell i don't know how long christopher bell's locked up for but if i was a, a real uh insider i would actually look like find a document and look that up <laughs> the other one like the ricky stenhouse jr it said he signs a multi-year extension with jtg doherty uh first of all they each have no one better to offer them. So it's not really a surprise. Everywhere I've read says multi-year, but they only refer to him racing next year. So I'm not sure how multi that is. Hmm. And uh, I don't know what this next is. <laughs> Anyhow, so I, yeah, I, I, multi-year leads me to believe it's at least 2024. Yeah. But everywhere I've looked does not say the actual number of years. So. Hmm. Top secret. That seems like a good match for them. Yeah. He's a good enough driver for them. And I don't know how much you stack up against, you know, the big guys, but he does all right. Uh, Kyle Larson's up for an SB for best driver. Uh, other nominees include Max Verstappen of Formula One, Steve Torrance of the NHRA, and Alex Pillow of IndyCar. Yeah, uh, ESPN lately, they're geared towards the Euro trash. So I'm giving Max Verstappen the win already. So oh, yeah. luck. Maybe if ESPN showed NASCAR, you'd probably win it. But Max pretty much has it wrapped up. Yeah. So what we missed and where we stand, we'll start with the Cup Series since our last episode. Denny Hamlin won the Coca-Cola 600. Uh, then we oh, had right, so I fell asleep. Huh? Long race, I fell asleep. I think <laughs> and it, was then, uh, delayed. it was delayed a little bit too, I believe. And it's just four stages of 100 laps anyway. Yeah, I think it ended the next day or something. It was a long, long race. 
And then uh, Joey Logano outdueled Kyle Busch in overtime to win the Cup Series debut at Gateway. Uh, Daniel Suarez became the first Mexican driver to win a NASCAR Cup Series race and fifth foreign-born driver to win uh, as he won at Sonoma. Chase Elliott uh, got everybody BOGO uh, as he won at Nashville. And then last None weekend, of us went. None of, like I asked everybody to go at work and you were out of town and no yeah. one else wanted to go. Matt Simon, I think he's afraid of women. He didn't want to go. <laughs> serving. So very sad. Did you ask Luke? I don't know. I don't remember. Wow. So you didn't invite everybody then? Well, yeah, I feel bad. Well, the funny thing is I, I asked Matt Simon and uh, Adam Quisenberry, and they both passed on Hooters, but they picked Wings and More. Mm. So really leads me to believe they're afraid of women. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then last week, Tyler Reddick outdueled Chase Elliott at Road America, became the fifth driver to get his first win in 2022. That was the first time that happened since 1950, which was the second year uh, of NASCAR. So pretty cool. To and see only the third year that. it's ever happened. What was the other year? The first year when the first five. Guys oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, looking at the standings, we only have eight races left in the regular season. 13 drivers have a uh, have wins, including two outside the top 16 of points. So we got some people that are uh, getting a little nervous. Five drivers with two wins and double digits and playoff points uh, include overall points leader Chase Elliott, uh, and then Ross Chastain, Joey Logano, William Byron, and Denny Hamlin, who's 20th overall in points. Other eight drivers who are kind of sort of locked in, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, Tyler Reddick, Austin Sender, Kurt Busch, Chase Briscoe, and Daniel Suarez. Yep. And then that leads the top three guys uh, who currently would fill the three spots left are Ryan Blaney. He's second overall in points, sort of like Denny Hamlin last year. Um, you know, just always up there, never wins, second in points. And then you got Martin Truex and Christopher Bell, two JG uh, – to Joe Gibbs racing guys. Um, they're seventh and eighth respectively in overall points. First man out would be Kevin Harvick, who's 11th in points, but he's 20 points behind Christopher Bell. Eric Amarola is 12th in points, 47 behind the cutoff. Other notables who I think all of them have a chance to win, especially with the, the last race before the cutoff Talladega, I believe. Uh, so, I think that's right. So we got Eric Jones, Austin Dillon, Michael McDowell, Chris Buescher, Ricky Stenhouse. Daytona. Bubba, oh, Daytona. Okay. Uh, I knew it was a super speedway. Uh, but, uh, Bubba Wallace and uh, Brad Kozlowski among the people I think can get a win, uh, which would really make it precarious for those uh, three guys uh, we named uh, Bell, uh, Truex, and Blaney. So even the guys like <laughs> like Austin Sindrick won that first race of the year and he's like, Oh my God, I'm in. And now he's got to start racing for points to yeah. sort of climb up that list. And Daniel Suarez, even you get your first career win, you think you're in. And now he's, he's actually the last in points among the people that won races. So just got to hope for some repeat winners yeah. or win yourself. Uh, in the Xfinity, Xfinity Series, A.J. Allmendinger won in Portland. Justin Allgaier dominated in Nashville. And Ty Gibbs went on to win at Road America. And then we got some drama. <laughs> the Noah, Noah Gregson roller coaster continues. He just got docked 30 points and uh, $30,000 following an incident at Road America where he, uh, he hooked 
Sage Karam on the straightaway. Uh, pretty much drew the ire of everyone, including car owner uh, Dale Jr., who expressed extreme disappointed. And he basically told Noah he's tarnishing his reputation, his being uh, Noah's. And he's like, this is something you don't want if you want to be a cup driver uh, in the future. So it'll be interesting. Noah, last year, really rough start, finished strong, and then started hot on fire this year and thought he was going to coast, you know, deep into the playoffs. And now some anger issues creeping up. So yeah. we'll see if he gets the ship righted. We got seven race winners locked in on points. Ty Gibbs has four wins and 23 playoff points. Dinger has two wins and leads the overall points race. Uh, he's nine ahead of Gibbs. Allgaier, Gregson, and Barry also have two wins apiece. Brandon Jones and Austin Hill are in with their respective wins. The other five that would be in right now are Sam Mayer, Riley Herbst, Daniel Hemrick, Ryan Sieg, and Landon Castle. And in this one, there's not much drama at the cutoff line. Um, pretty much everyone that we haven't named is going to need to win to get in because Anthony Alfredo is a whopping 72 points behind Landon Castle uh, for that last spot. Brett Moffitt, Brandon Brown, Jeb Burton, Sheldon Creed, Mike Snyder, Jer uh, Jeremy Clements are all way, way back. Uh, most of those guys we named are over 100 points back. So when to get in. Yep. Still a couple of spots left in that one. In the truck series, Ross Chastain won at Charlotte. Corey Heim won at Gateway. Uh, Kyle Busch took the win at Sonoma. Todd Gilliland won on the dirt in Iowa. And then Ryan Priest won at Nashville. Yeah, uh, if you recognize all those names, none of those are regular uh, truck racers. We had, a, I guess, two and a half bushwhackers. Ryan Priest, not really a bushwhacker, sort of a bushwhacker. Um, uh, but Gilliland and the Kyle Busch and Ross Chastain definitely are. And then you got one up and comer, Corey Heim, not running the full-time schedule, also got a win. So none of those wins affected the actual uh, people who are in the playoffs. Uh, what we got right now, Zane Smith, he leads the points race. He has three wins, 21 playoff points. Other four locked in are John Hunter Nemechek, uh, Ben Rhodes, Chandler Smith, and Stuart Friesen. Other five would be in, Ty Majeski, and he actually can lock himself in with like 18 points this week. Uh, Christian Eckes, Carson Hosevar, uh, who's used a backup driver. I don't know if you saw the uh, big wreck he had, got a leg injury, so he's had a backup driver. Uh, he started the race and had to jump out um, after a leg injury. And then the last two in, Grant Enfinger, Matt Crafton. Uh, Derek Krause is the first one out. He's 29 beho points behind Crafton. Tyler Ancrum, Matt Benedetto, and Tanner Gray are the other notables on the outside looking in. Lawless Allen leads a tight but dubious rookie of the year battle. He has 204 points to lead Corey Heim by eight points, Dean Thompson by 10 points, and Jack Wood by 20 points. But uh, the caveat on this one, Corey Heim has run half as many races. He runs seven. Those other three guys are four, have run 14 races. Uh, Alan Thompson Wood combined for zero wins. Corey Heim has two wins. So, so it'll be weird. I don't, I don't know how many races Corey has left. I know he's racing this weekend and he'll be in the, uh, the truck, uh, triple truck challenge trying to win 150,000. Um, but yeah, he, if, if Wallace Allen wins the rookie of the year over Corey Heim, it's going to be very dubious indeed. Yeah. 
So uh, looking at this weekend's slate, the Cup Series, we have the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart at Atlanta Motor Speedway Saturday at 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 2 p.m. coverage on USA, PRN, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. 400.4 miles, 260 laps with stages of 60, 100, and 100. Uh, William Byron won here back in March. This was the first time they had raced at the newly configured track. He's looking to become the second uh, different driver. Huh? 12. Oh, 12th different driver to win back-to-back -back races here. You forgot to put a one there. Yeah, it's like the thing we had in front of Golf Field, the twos, man. <laughs> uh, mostly recently, Jimmy Johnson won races in 2015 and 16, along with the sweep uh, in 2007. No practice this weekend, so unfortunately we're back to that. But qualifying uh, will be Saturday. Yeah, I don't even know what, like, I, <laughs> how do you come up with, hey, let's just not practice this week. I, I don't understand it, but they know better than I. They've run 116 races here at Atlanta in the Cup Series. 53 different winners. Uh, Kurt Busch leads all active winners with four wins, including as recently as 2021. He also has wins in 2002, 2009, 2010. Kevin Harvick has three wins, uh, 2001, and then 18 and 20. Uh, Brad Kozlowski... Kyle Busch have two apiece. Uh, William Byron, Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin each have one. And all those have come fairly recently. Uh, so, But only one race at the new configuration. They're new. Yep. So. And no one's coming close to the Intimidators nine wins uh, here. But we it's good to see that we've had different driver, multiple active drivers uh, win at the track. We'll see if that uh, continues. The big news, uh, Flow Rider performing pre-race that's pretty sweet they have a song huh they have a song yeah do you know what it is uh it was michael barish's walk-up song there you go welcome to huh i thought you were gonna sing it welcome to my house is that what it is oh yeah yeah uh, some featured matchups, a little Richard Childress racing battle between recent winner Tyler Reddick versus uh, the owner's grandson and TV star Austin Dillon. Who you got? I, uh, Reddick has performed better all season, so I think uh, in order to not win, Austin Dillon would have to come up with a performance like he had in the TV uh, Netflix uh, super mega hit, The Crew. <laughs> uh, if he had a cameo appearance like that, he could pull it off. But other than that, uh, Tyler Reddick, red hot after last week's win. Yeah. Do you think they'll have a little bit of a hangover, though? I'm, that's the only reason why I'm going Austin Dillon. I don't think they will. All right. And I, think he, I think he is right. He, uh, Tyler is running the Xfinity in the, uh, the, the uh, big machine vodka, big machine oh, yeah. racing. I get the two companies. Spiked, big uh, spiked vodka. Yeah, the spiked coolers. Uh, number 48 so he's gonna have a, a race before that to get uh, the practice that uh, he didn't get uh let's see kozlowski versus harvick two guys with story careers huh oh you said so you're picking austin dylan yeah yeah okay uh kozlowski versus harvick two guys with storied careers on the outside looking in i'm gonna go with kevin harvick because i feel like kozlowski struggled uh all year long yeah, I, I, even without the huge points penalty for Ke, uh, Keselowski, I think Harvick's outclassed him most of the season, so I don't see why 
uh, that would end here. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this one, this one kind of pulls at your heartstrings a little bit. We got Blaney versus Truex. The two best without a win. Both are currently in the playoffs, but would breathe a lot easier with a win. Yeah, this is a tough one for me. This is my soon-to-be-retired favorite driver, although I guess he's got to be my favorite driver for another year at least, <laughs> versus the guy I think is going to replace him as my favorite driver. Uh, I went and looked back at the loop data. My new favorite thing to do, tobychristie.com has uh, loop data from past races. Um, Blaney had a better race than Truex here in March, so I'm going to hang my head on that one. All right. Uh, and then the last one, this one's kind of well, weird. You're not saying who you're Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to go Ryan Blaney just because he's been better all year. Truex really hasn't done anything for me, you know? I think he's just well, kind of getting old. he's done better. He's higher up in the points. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, there's, like, no point where, like, Truex is, like, threatened to win a race, I feel like. Okay, okay. Uh, this one's weird. Uh, Michael McDowell versus Bubba Wallace. Uh, this one's billed as two drivers that scored their first career cup victories on super speedways. Yeah, I don't, I didn't get it. I guess this is supposed to be a small super speedway. They, they're saying, um, I think if Bubba's pit crew can get their act together, Bubba can finish in the top 10. So I'm going to go with uh, Bubba Wallace. Well, did you see, I thought I saw something on the Twitter machine. I thought they were switching Christopher Bell and Bubba Wallace's pit crew. I know they were making changes. I didn't know if it was a straight flip or not. Oh, I got you. Which, if I'm Christopher Bell, I'd be like, why are you giving me this shit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with Bubba just because I think McDowell got a little lucky there. And uh, at Daytona, Bubba's been more successful at the quote-unquote super speedway. So I'm going to go with Bubba. There you go. Who you got as your long shot, though? I am going. I'm going Eric Jones. Uh, in the March race, like I said, I, I did a deep dive in the loop data. That's my new thing I talk about. 70% um, of the laps in March, he was in the top 15, which ranked fifth among all drivers in the race. And his average position during the race was 11th, which was sixth among all drivers. So I'm going to Eric Jones. I'm going to go uh, Chris Busher uh been on a solid run lately had a really good top 10 finish last week at road america and also uh at this race in march he finished in the top 10 there we go uh winner i'm gonna go ross chastain this is my guy he might be my new favorite driver i like him a lot uh finished second uh here in march finished fourth last week at road america i just really like the guy yeah i'm gonna go william byron he dominated in here in march i don't see why he won again all right. Although so, every yeah. every car is going to change what they did in March, but he might change too. So I mean, if it works, it works. Uh, on Saturday, we got the Alpsco Uniforms uh, 150 Atlanta Motor Speedway at 5 p.m. Eastern. Coverage starts at 4:30 p.m. on USA. You can listen on the radio at Performance Racing Network, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. Only Bushwhacker. Uh, it's Tyler Reddick. Other notables are Natalie Decker in the 13, Ryan Truex in the 18, Jeffrey Earnhardt in the 26, and Sage Karam in the 44. Race will be 251 miles, 163 laps with stages of 40, 40, and 83. Yeah, those uh, two of the ones we named, Ryan Truex in the 18, Jeffrey Earnhardt in the 26, those cars have been sort of all-star cars this year and have performed very well for uh, – uh, one for Joe Gibbs Racing and then Jeffrey Earnhardt for the 26th Sam Hunt. Uh, look for them to continue to 
to be strong. This is the 33rd time running uh, Xfinity race at Atlanta. There are three drivers entered in the race that have wins here. Justin Allgaier, Ty Gibbs, and A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, Gibbs' win came earlier this season when he became the youngest Atlanta Xfinity winner at 18 or 19 years, 5 months, 15 days. If he won here, he would not be younger than that. So he might be the second youngest winner. Uh, Gibbs eight wins because he won last week in the first 34 races. Is uh, third all time for the uh, Xfinity Series behind Daryl Waltrip, who had 11. Harry Gant with nine. Uh, Gibbs looking to become the fifth driver to win back-to-back at Atlanta in the Xfinity Series. And because uh, you'd be an idiot not to pick Ty Gibbs, that's who I'm going as my winner. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So uh, there's only been one race here under new configuration, so I'm going to the loop data <laughs> in the previous race to pick my winner. A.J. Allmendinger, he finished third at the first race uh, there this season, but he had the higher, highest driver rating, 117.1, which is higher than Ty Gibbs. Uh, most laps led 41 and highest average position during the race, which was a 5.7. And also, we're getting close to that three-month spot where uh, – Chris Rice said that they'd be fast. <laughs> yeah. So, I like, if they weren't fast back then. They're going to be really fast now. They're going to be really fast this week. So, insider info we got from Chris Rice during races. <laughs> uh, in the truck series, we got the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150. They're actually going to be in mid-Ohio sports car course. It's not too far from you, probably. No, no. Maybe I'll get there. Uh, Saturday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Coverage begins at 1 p.m. on Fox Sports 1, the Motor Racing Network, and Sirius XM NASCAR. 36 trucks are entered, so nobody will miss out on the fun. No bushwhacking since the NASCAR venues are split. It will be 151.28 miles, 67 laps with stages of 15, 20, and 32. Yeah, this is the first time. Like, I looked this up, and I typed it out for you. So you'll have it. This is the first time the trucks are running at Mid-Ohio. A um, little bit of confusion because the track has hosted eight Xfinity events. Uh, of note, only nine drivers in the race have prior experience at Mid-Ohio in any vehicle. Uh, all those made Xfinity starts. The most mo- notable was Ben Rhodes finished 10th at the track in 2015 when he was running in the number 88 car for Junior Motorsports. Others include uh, Nemechek, Spencer Boyd, Kazbrala. They all finished uh, 25th or higher, along with Chris Wright, uh, Colby Howard. Uh, other notable good finishes, Parker Kligerman finished 13th in 2013. Maddie D finished 13th in 2014. Timmy Hill, the most experienced driver here, but it's not a good experience. <laughs> he ran three races here, finishing 27th 29th and 37th and then uh last chance for the triple truck challenge if Corey heim wins he'll get $150,000 for winning his second triple truck challenge of the season ryan priest who also won isn't entered in the race all other drivers would get an additional 50,000 so a lot riding on the line uh two races left until the playoffs time ajeski would lock himself in with 13 points christian Eckes would lock himself in with 43 points you got to think majeski uh, we'll do that this weekend. Ekis has some work to do, but should be able to be in the playoffs uh, comfortably. Who you got? I'm going uh, Ben Rhodes. As we said, he had experience here. Very few have. Plus, he has uh, recent road wins 
including uh, Daytona last year. So, all right. Uh, I'm going to go John Hunter Nemechek. He's been really good all year. He's had some success on road course races. So I'm going to go with him. Although there's not a lot of data to go off of. So I'm kind of shooting in the dark. There's a lot of loop data, you know? Yeah, I didn't even have loop data. <laughs> uh, so now for we've missed this one paint schemes. I think we got a couple good ones. Yeah. Well, you didn't give me a new rundown. So who do you got? Well, I put. Uh, this one is, is as a podcast, uh, Kevin Harvick and the number four Hunt Bros Pizza. I feel like that's a, the, the obvious choice. This one I really liked was Corey LaJoy and the number seven Rays Energy. Oh, did I did not see, see that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's got like a light blue color uh, to it, so it's not hard to miss. It's got some yellow at the bottom, and then it's got like right above the rear tire, it's got these like two angry like berries with like lightning behind them. Okay, I think you mean it'd be hard to miss. If it was not hard to miss, you would miss it. Well, it'll probably be in first, and it'll just be going so fast because it's probably run on raise energy instead of right. smoke racing fuel. So uh, Ricky Stenhouse, apparently uh, they still think it's the 4th of July. They're running <laughs> the ballpark Frank hot dog uh, paint scheme, which has a big hot dog on the side, which we love that. And then it looked... It actually looks sharper in like the actual photo of the car than the uh, thing they put on the paint scheme page on NASCAR. But uh, Kevin Harvick and the Coca-Cola. No, Denny Hamlin. Or Den, Denny. Who did I say? You said Kevin Harvick. No, he's in the Hunt Bros. Hunt Bros before Hunt Bros. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Denny Hamlin in the uh, number 11 Coca-Cola uh, car. Uh, you, know, you know who else forgot that it's not 4th of July anymore? Who's that? Ross Chastain and the number oh, one yeah, jockey number made in America collection. And all it is is the red and white stripes. Yeah. Well, in I mean, it looks cool, but like wrong weekend, bro. Yeah. And what and I thought last week Daniel Suarez was in a uh, jockey made yeah. in America paint scheme. So they must have wanted both of them. Or they might have found out Daniel Suarez was in from Mexico. <laughs> oh. Uh Xfinity, I didn't have any, but you, I mean, you took the best one. That was the one I was going to take. Yeah, the Spike Vodka, uh, Ty, Tyler Reddick in the 48 for Big Machine Racing, owned by the people on Big Machine Vodka and Big Machine Records. Uh, and then in trucks, the only one that I really liked, number 61, Chase Purdy and the Bama Buggies. I'm going to be honest. I didn't get a good look at any truck. Like, you guys are making me do too much work. Yeah, like, like if all these sponsors are paying you all this money, you should be able to post an effing picture on Twitter or Instagram. It's splattered everywhere, and it should be on the NASCAR page because people, millions of people like us, go to the NASCAR page every freaking race. And yeah. you want to see what pretty they're... pretty lame paint schemes on uh, for the trucks. I mean, like the Lupton uh, excavation is kind of cool, but it's just because it has a giant like excavator on the side. And that's to draw kids. Kids are like kids yeah. are really amused and they love big, like big machines. They probably I would, love I love would love to go to like, you know, they have like those steam park type things for like older people, but it's just like you get to use like equipment like that, like an excavator and just dig up like random dirt and shit. Well, I think they have something like that for kids. Or maybe that's what it is. Isn't it down like Houston or something? Yeah. I think uh some people we know took their kids there, maybe. Did I they? heard it was a lot of money. I heard it wasn't very cheap. 
Uh, Which you can imagine it wouldn't be. I mean, I, I think, just think it'd be fun just to go like wreck shit. Yeah. Well, not even wreck, just move some dirt. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just like move dirt. Like we're moving earth today. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Or maybe we could just get jobs at Lupton Excavators or Excavation. Well, I was doing some math. I only have to put eight more years in. <laughs> uh, Do you figure out how far you are from Mid Ohio? God, I hope I make it. I mean, it's not far. My uh, nephews went to the uh, Indy races there last week. Oh, okay. Well, if you love they, they the went, podcast, if you care about the podcast, you'll go. How about they went without me? Wow. They went without me. My brother went to the XFL Super Bowl without me. Yeah. Well, no, you, he, he actually had to work at he had to work at a concession stand. So USFL XFL hasn't started yet. Or yeah, USFL. Yeah, he was. It was in Canton. So yeah. Well, the the track's halfway between Columbus and Cleveland. All right. And the racetrack's not far from a place I like to go called Grandpa's Cheese Barn, which has a lot of cheese. Sounds like it's you're gonna have a day. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I got a graduation party the next day. I don't know if I can talk anyone into going to the race i don't even know if they have tickets available i guess I i'm sure it. they do more we're credentialed media members uh it's too late to throw that out at people like, well you know like, people well no i mean you got to do that weeks in advance oh all right well that will do it for atlanta preview and a mid-season recap as we took like a month and a half off we appreciate you guys for listening we'll be back next week we get you ready or we'll recap atlanta and then we'll get you ready for the upcoming race we appreciate you guys for listening we'll see you i grew up in texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running many stops when i was 13 and won a short track championship when i was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde, he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillens Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly Thank you for the ride.